the Andy and Amanda five o'clock somewhere show. It's five o'clock somewhere, and we know to be it's true that it's five o'clock at least in the UK, where Amanda is, and I'm here in the USA in California. Together we have the Andy and Amanda show. You're welcome to join our program. Where obviously we could discuss a wide variety of subjects, and we are leaving our our phone yeah. lines wide open, and um, so you. Can, <laughs> The way you emphasize that, wide open. What? <laughs> uh-huh. Well, our number is 515-605-9888. Give us a call. Get on the show. Talk about what you like to talk about, what pisses you off, what makes you happy, what makes you angry, what makes you sad, what makes you laugh, what makes you cry. Whatever you want to talk about, 515-605-9888. We're here on Blog Talk Radio. Dot com, Andy and Amanda Show. So it's blogtalkradio.com slash Andy and Amanda Show. Also go to andyandamanda.com. You can hear us live. And if we're not live, well, so be it. No, if you can click the live link and, uh, <laughs> and it'll, take you, it'll, take, it'll take you to all the uh, show archives and you're welcome to uh, to browse and see all the, I think there's a, we have some 300 some odd episodes. We've been at this, it'll be a year and a half in October. I can't believe it's been that long. Uh, yeah. we do our, we're going to do a year a tribute show. You know, after after we've done a, a year, uh, we're going to do our own little tribute to our own show here, and we just went right over it. I guess we were involved with. Uh, I don't know. I think I think um, August in August was our our year. I think we passed the point. It was July. Was it? Oh. July. July. Oh, but I think it was. Point. No, I think I was when mm-hmm. you and I met, but. I think when it was officially changed over to the Andy and Amanda show, I think in it was August. in August. Yeah. In August. Hmm. Hmm. Wow. But, yeah, okay. All right, August. So that's been, so we're over about a year since you and I have been doing the show, and the show has been yeah. on, on Blog Talk for 18 months then in um, in October. So, wow. Um, it's still a long time. There's uh, 515 or something like that episodes on Blog Talk Radio. And, and that includes uh, reloaded or repeated episodes. Like if we do a morning show, it repeats a couple times in the afternoon. If we do a Friday show, it repeats on the weekend and so forth. So, uh, but original broadcasters, some 300 and some. So we're, you know, we've been doing this a little while, kiddo, you know? Woo. Yeah, you know? I know. Yeah, I'm, I'm amazed we've got this far. <laughs> uh, yeah, you... <laughs> you know, you, you know why? You know that... They're hugging and kissing... Yes, all, no, the time, all, the that's time, what it is. all the time. Yeah, Mandy and I actually. Yeah. Yeah. For those of you who are, who who are just joining us and welcome you aboard the show, we uh, and Amanda again is in the UK. I'm in the USA. We have never met. We were introduced by somebody else. Neither one of us has ever met. Uh, by the name of Cornell <laughs> Butler, he's the coordinator of the show back on the East Coast. So, you know, we uh, and we occasionally have Chet call in from Hawaii, you know, as a guest and uh, comment commentator on the show and. Uh, uh, so you know, between everybody who's involved in the show, then we have Lee, who does our uh, our stock and finance news for the most part. He's also in California, but we have a a great uh, uh, you know, uh, I guess, a platform of panelists and commentators who get on the show and have some fun and talk about whatever is yeah. in the news and a little whatever. family, you know, little family facts of life, um, you know, issues. Not that we have the answers, but um, <laughs> we pretend we do. You pretend we have the answers. That's what makes us. I know. <laughs> I know. I, I like to think I have the answers a lot of the time. Yeah. And then, you know, you say the answer, and then your mind's like, actually, you know, that's pretty much bullshit, right? And I'm like, wow. Well, you know. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, oh, how was your dear. weekend? 
The weekend was a fantastic. I had some lovely rest, which was very much needed. Um, and yeah, it's, it's, it's my birthday week, so it's a busy week for me, um, getting set up and doing all sorts of things this week. So, um, yeah, another year older, dude. Another year older. <laughs> you just had a birthday. No. no. That must have been last year. Yeah. It just seems like yesterday. <laughs> I, remember, I remember you were having a birthday. That was a year ago. Mm. Oh my god! I know, time flies, doesn't it? Oh my goodness! How many times can you be twenty-six? I know. I know. Isn't it amazing how time does fly when you're having fun? I try to convince myself that. Yeah. When is your birthday? When's your actual birthday? It's Thursday. Thursday. Oh. Yeah. We'll have to have like a birthday party, like on Friday or something. We'll have like a birthday (laughs) party for you. No, an, an, an on-air birthday party. That's so happy birthday in advance to you. It's wonderful. Great. Enjoy a bit. Of course, uh, while wishing you a, a wonderfully happy, successful, healthy, and uh, great year ahead. And uh, well, on Thursday. Oh, well, thank you. That. I appreciate uh, that. I appreciate uh, it. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, not too pleased about turning another year older, obviously, but... Uh, I know. Mm, tell me about it. Ninety-two, no, right? no, well, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Ninety-two, Andy. <laughs> Twenty-nine, flip the numbers. That's funny. Yeah. That's right. I, I'm Twenty-nine, sorry, flip the numbers. Looks like this morning. <laughs> <laughs> when they say opposites oh, attract, is true for your age. You know, flip the numbers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. It works. It works. Walk around thinking you're, you know, half the age you really are. Yeah, it's so yeah. it's so great. I I don't I mean I don't know about you, Andy, but you know, you know, when somebody says how oh, how old are you, and you're like, well, I'm like this age, but really I've never never moved away from that 15 year old or 18 year old, and it's like it's true because I tend to feel very young on the inside, and I guess my you know my my sense of humour and stuff is reflects that. And I, I do like to mess around and be silly and have fun. But um, hence the reason being part of the Annie and Amanda show. <laughs> yes, but, yes. Uh, it's... Yeah. <laughs> the part that I be doing the show among many other things. But, you know, um, yeah, I don't know. I just I just don't feel any different on the inside. It's just my body's saying something different on the outside as well. Well, you know, a few more grey hairs here. Oh, look, another wrinkle. You know, it's like... Oh, oh yeah, some, oh, I, mean, I know, I know. I, 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 I believe me, I know, I know. You know, I see, uh, I see little little piece of gray. I've got like little gray patches and roots that come and go, like little gray. You know, it's like I would if I just let my hair go. I, I did all during COVID. I didn't get a haircut the entire, and then suddenly I started trimming it myself. But I didn't get a haircut. I haven't been to, to get a real haircut from a from a real person who knows what they're doing in well over a year. <laughs> and it shows. Somebody who knows what they're doing. Okay. <laughs> People see me walking down the street and they run the other way, you know, but that's not new for me. Right? <laughs> oh. Yeah. Oh, um, man. Yeah, so I've been, I've been trimming my own hair. I have been. I see, oh, look, yeah, long, I think long over... Get along with the ears, you know. Come, you know. I kind of, you know, when I can't see anything because my my bangs are in my eyes, I'm like, oh, better trip. There's no bangs. Oh. So yeah, I'm, and it's not half bad. I don't know what I'm doing, but you know, I, you know. You well, it can't be person? that bad, Andy, because you're still getting work. 
Oh, oh am I? Where? <laughs> you don't know, sweep, sweep the floors, you don't do the trash, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. They're oh, all looking God. at you thinking, oh, no, we can't have him. Look at his hair. Good hair. <laughs> no, oh, no, no, no. Yeah. Oh, he's had a fight with a lawnmower. No, he hasn't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my, yeah. Uh, People say, Andy, your hair sort of looks like Mo from the Three Stooges. You get a cut, you know. <laughs> no, no. But, I've uh, seen your hair. You showed me a picture of when, after you of cut just it, my hair. you were saying. Yeah, yeah you said, should I cut my hair? Stooges. That's right, yeah, I did. No. Well, and what was, your, what was your, I forgot what you said. Did you show I my hair? said... That you did, yeah. You, I said that you should. I said, did you actually do it in the end? I'm, I'm trying to remember. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now I say that respectfully because you said, shall I keep it long or shall I go for a short look? That's it. And you sent me some okay. pictures on WhatsApp and you said, look, here is the situation now and here's how I think about going back oh. to you. And I said, oh yeah, the short look really doesn't look really good on you, but so does the longer look. And I don't think mm. we ever got past that, yeah. so I don't know if you actually did. Oh. No, I never really did. Oh. I wonder if I should. Huh. Right. Huh. I can always do it. It could grow back if it doesn't. Hmm. But it's been over a year. Yeah. Yeah, been over a year. Well over a year. Well over a year. Well over a year. Wow. Yeah, that's it was, fantastic. Yeah, though. right. Over like June, July, it was like long, it was longer than, I had long hair in high school. And it was longer than that. It was kind of fun. Yeah, I, I was just having fun with it. You know, I, I didn't really care. I'm like, where am I going? You know, who, am I, who do I need to impress? You know, but it was fun. It was kind of fun having hair like that. Well, do you do you get your hair done, or do you or do you uh, or do you? <laughs> I do it yourself. Do I try to uh, attempt it myself? Uh, yeah. No, I don't. I just don't think my hair would come off really good if I did <laughs> did it myself. Because obviously, I have a, a shorter hairstyle, and so I think if I attempted it, I would be like, oh my god, I. I I'd probably be hacking at it and really look like I'd had a fight with a lawnmower. But no, I've got a wonderful mm. hairdresser called Mary. Mm. Mary, Mary, quite contrary. And, 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 and she, uh, cut your, she cut your hair, yeah. and if uh, and if uh, you don't like it, she if says, you don't like uh, it, I'm a whoop you. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> so I walk out of there like nervous, like yeah, it, it's great. I'm just, yeah, oh my god, run! <laughs> no, <laughs> no, she's absolutely amazing. You know, she's uh, been very high demand. She's got over a thousand clients, and she's had offers for um, for her to go and work on a, a cruise ship and oh, all wow. sorts of all sorts of yachts and things like that from uh, millionaires to, um, you know, keep her on board to do their hair and stuff. And, you know, she, she had to turn down the office at the time, and she said, I feel bloody stupid for it now. But, you know, you, you never know. Something may occur again. But, yeah, she's in very high demand, bless her. And she's so humble and down to earth and such a lovely woman. Um, very blessed to have her as my hairdresser. So, you know. Yeah. Ooh, well, you I know, know um... <laughs> That, yeah. yeah, that was the wire on my microphone rumbling around here. It's been doing that. I think I need a new <laughs> cord or something. Um, so, a couple of things I want to get into today. Um, I want to get. I want to address uh, uh, Donald Trump's speech at a rally in Plato, Georgia, where he, uh, you know, they, oh, they did that. Uh, I'll, I'll back up just a little bit here. They uh, Republicans hired a uh, a Republican conservative forensic um, auditing company. Um, mm. to do a forensic recount of the ballots in Arizona. And guess what they found? Oh, really? What's that? They found that Biden beat Trump by more votes than they originally thought. 
All right, this after many recounts. Every time I do a recount, every single time I do a recount, the uh, and why why they're still trying to do this? Why they're still trying to say that you know that Trump won the election I, back in November? I have no idea. But anyway, uh, because he won. Um, I mean, guess why he, he won? He actually won. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> but some, some people actually <laughs> believe that that Trump won the election. Um, I, I, but I wonder if deep down they believe it. Uh, who knows? Who knows? But anyway, yeah. um, so this forensic team found that, again, for the third or fourth recount in Arizona, I know they've done three in Georgia as well, for the third or fourth time, um, yeah. they, every time they do this, they find that Biden received more votes than Trump. So what, right. did, Trump, what did Trump do? Um, but um, he, he got up at a Plato Georgia rally of some sort that he, that he had and, right. and said that well, you all heard, we've all heard the numbers, Back uh, from Georgia, and uh, and not only did I win, but I won by more than they thought. The election was stolen, and uh, these it should not be counted. And it's a fact. The, quite the opposite happened. They proved that he lost, and he he must have been told that. Wow. Let's take a listen. Wow. Let's take a listen. Okay. We won. On the Arizona forensic audit yesterday, at a level that you wouldn't believe, it is clear in Arizona that they must decertify the election. You heard the numbers. And those responsible for wrongdoing must be held accountable. It was a corrupt election. And it's my opinion, by the way, that Georgia is far worse. And hopefully the Arizona Attorney General, a good man, will do far more for his state than your Attorney General has done for your state. Because your Attorney General has not done what he's supposed to be doing. There you go. Yeah. And he knows. Quite the opposite is true. He knows that as a fact. In his mind, in his warped, demented, distorted, disturbed mind, that... He, he probably thinks that what he said is true. He probably, even though he's been told the truth, the man is 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 not well. He's he's not well. He wasn't well as president. He was he's got severe psychological issues, and should never have been president of the United States of America. At, at never. And and people just for some reason he's got this, you know, group of people. This this massive of of people that that think he's the greatest, that bow down to him, that, you know, are, are so committed that they would raid the United States Capitol and try to overturn our democracy to see that he remains in office uh, as, a, uh, as, a, as a ruler, as a dictator. Yeah. Oh, anyway. Wow. And, you know, yeah. you get to one level and then another level occurs and you think, really? I didn't think we could go any, <laughs> any higher than this. <laughs> yeah, you would think, you would think. You would think. But anyway, so that happened over the weekend here. What's going on there? And I also want to get, you know, we're, we're, we're going to talk. We said Friday that we're going to kind of dive back into, uh, I mean, what, what are we sure going to dive back into? <laughs> Friday, Friday, Friday. We said we're going to dive back. There's some crazy stuff going on here, darling, in all fairness. Yeah. So Josh, have you Having, uh, here it is, found it. Stop the brain into setting off those sex hormones. Mm-hmm. That's wow. what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. Excellent. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, 
<laughs> yes. Given that, well, let's talk about the news first. Yeah. So stay okay. tuned, folks. We're going we're going to talk about uh, all sorts of things, but hang in there. So let's let's talk about some news. What's going on over there? Yeah, let's let's, let's share the bad news that everybody loves to to, to hear. <laughs> no. Yeah, so really. okay. So oh, you know how tragic things are here in the UK. Everybody, our listeners, um, it's a pretty sorry state of affair right now because. I mentioned on the last show about our lack of products and a fuel, okay? Gas mm -hmm. for the car, petrol. Um, so the shortage has become even more now because everybody's been going out panic buying. Got to get the fuel, fill up their tanks. There's been fights breaking out at petrol stations uh, between drivers. Um, ambulance uh, services have been turning up to refuel and they've either been stuck in a, a, a queue to get into the petrol station or there's been no fuel for them and they're in absolute fear right now of not being able to refuel their vehicles to get around for emergencies, which is absolutely disgusting. Um, so they've, uh, I, I think they said that they've um, brought over um, so many people from Europe, um, giving them temporary visas to you know, do the work to bring fuel uh, to the uh, gas stations. And um, they're going to try and, and shift this issue by getting as many drivers back on the road as possible. They are willing to bring in the army to drive um, trucks and the fuel tankers to get to places. It's absolutely horrendous here. And they're saying that the three reasons are COVID, Brexit, and um, what was the third one? Andy, I'm having a moment. I'm having one of your moments here. Yes, uh -oh. There is a third, there is a third reason. I'm trying to think what it is. And I was like, oh, okay, okay, okay. Damn it, Janet. Mm. <laughs> mm. Mm. I'll think of it. Mm. <laughs> yeah, anyway, there's, mm. there's three reasons apparently. So yeah, you know, um, it's, it, we're in a state of crisis over here right now. Everything's crazy. And of course now we've got... Um, more coronavirus cases so we're now peaking again we're getting uh, another 37,960 cases um which is highest figure for two and a half weeks and um they're saying 40 more people have died in the last 28 days um a labor government would claw back money from failed covid contracts uh, shadow chancellor rachel reeves tells the party's conference um, I'm just giving you the, the summary here about this mm -hmm. whole pandemic. Yeah, 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 I'm not sure. going to go into any depth. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, a Labour government would... Oh, I've just read that. Ignore me. New South Wales, home to Sydney, announces its roadmap out of lockdown. Restrictions will ease when the vaccination rate hits 70%. Uh, online applications for Northern Ireland's £100 high street voucher scheme to help businesses recover from the pandemic have opened. Uh, letters mm. offering COVID vaccination appointments are now being sent out to 12 to 15 year olds in Scotland. And patients in Wales have been warned it could take years to clear the NHS waiting list backlog, which isn't good. It isn't good because, you know, we had so many hospitals under pressure all over the world from COVID. Yeah, and yeah. there has been a major backlog in appointments uh, being seen for all sorts of conditions and stuff. So, you know, it's been hard to see a doctor, get to see a doctor normally. Um, mm -hmm. And we, of course, now we've had. Um, uh, and please, guys, I'm not making this an issue. I'm just throwing it out there as another thing that people will mention is that yeah. now we've had, you know, the increase in um, immigrants coming over to the country, and we want to help them out, which is incredible. 
Um, but again, that's going to put extra pressure on um, the NHS and, and seeing a doctor and things like that. So um, we need to keep this in mind and try and be compassionate about the situation. Mm-hmm. I know when you're ill, mm-hmm. it's not great, and you do need to see a doctor. I understand the stress and concerns about that. I would be, you know, feeling the same way. But um, of course. I think we're at a time now, Andy, aren't we, where we're, we're literally having to find that compassion within us and try and pull together to understand the crisis that we've all got and going through. We can't turn on ourselves and each other with this. We just can't do it. We've got to find some way to see each other as not the enemy because, you know, fighting each other in, in, a, in a gas station over fuel is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Use a bus. Walk to work yeah. if you need yeah. to. Yeah. Find other ways to get around. You don't need to fill up your tank and just, you know, out of panic buying just because you're frightened you're not going to be able to go out in your car. If you've got to travel a long distance to get somewhere, I completely understand. You may not have the money to do so, but we need to find a way. We need to be sensible and compassionate and just bang our heads together and say, come on, man, pull your shit together. Yeah. What what would we be like in a war, Andy? If we had another world war, this... You know, I've got oh these four pieces. We're too pampered, yeah. we're too, you know, yeah. spoon-fed all this comfort and these pleasures that we have that if we ever were in a, such a major crisis like this, we would have no choice but to help each other and, and pull our weight and do the right thing. Yeah, we'd have mm-hmm. a lot of people turning on each other, sure. But mm. um, I think, you know, we need to see things how they really are. Things are getting crazy. Yeah, yeah, we're, we we've seen some of that over here as well. Um, widespread, you know. What we're we're seeing more uh, divisionism within the uh, community, police. Um, you know, the, the uh, uniformed police officers versus private citizens. We're seeing uh, uh, people going around uh, doing doing uh, uh, rights. Uh, you know, your rights audits by. Yeah, filming police stations and so forth, and then having the police come out and saying, hey, what are you doing here filming the building? Well, it's public property. You know, well, you shouldn't be filming here. Well, it's my right to do so. And, you know, they're doing it. And I'm just here doing a, an audit to see if you're going to come out and violate my civil rights because, you know, you, it's, you're, I can, anything I can see in, the, in my public access, I can videotape anything. And uh, which, yeah. has been, which has been found to be true in, in, in free countries or in, in courts, in the Supreme Court here. Yeah, you, you can, anything is visible from the street. You can go ahead and, you know, film it all you want. Uh, from a, from a pump, as long as you're not on their, their pro- private property filming, um, and please come out and, and you see all these videos on YouTube and all these Facebook and everywhere. Uh, oh, you know, and, the, and com- conflicts with the police, and the police always end up walking away because they find that these folks are right. But the, but the point I'm making is, is what the fuck for? I mean, you know what? You know, so what? I mean, and, and then you're seeing like the kind of conflicts you're talking about. You're seeing um, uh, with people and, and gas pumps and you know, you know, just it's amazing. It's amazing. I agree with you, darling, completely. I truly do agree. Yeah. Um, oh, the 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 other thing um, is uh, they're they're looking to be able to use a simple nasal spray to prevent early infection of COVID, and mm. they've been studying how um, llamas have been reacting to the type of therapy that they've been doing on them. So they call it immune therapy. And what they're saying is a uh, a COVID therapy derived from a llama named Fifi. How cute! Are you having guinea pig That's cute. Has shown significant potential in early trials. It is a treatment mm. made of nanobodies, 
small, simp simpler versions of antibodies, which llamas and camels produce naturally in response to infection. Once the therapy mm. has been tested in humans, scientists say it could be given as a simple nasal spray to treat and even prevent early infection. Professor James Nysmith described mm. nanobodies as fantastically exciting. Um, he is someone who leads researchers and the director of Rosalind Franklin Institution in Oxfordshire explained that coronavirus infected rodents treated with new nanobody nasal spray fully recovered within six days. Uh, the treatment has so far been tested only in those lab animals, but Public Health England said it was among the most effective SARS-CoV-2 neutralizing agents it had ever tested. This apparent COVID fighting uh, potency comes from the strength with which nanobodies bind to the virus. Just like our own antibodies, virus-specific nanobodies latch on and bind to viruses and bacteria that invade our bodies. This binding essentially tags an invading virus with an immune red flag to allow the rest of the body's immune armory to target it for destruction. The nanobodies mm. that these researchers produce but the help of the llama's immune system bind particularly tightly. That sounds freaking awesome. That really does. A nasal That's spray for COVID. Yeah, that I've heard. I've heard of that. Yeah, I've heard that. Yeah, I've heard that, and I think it's wonderful. I think it's. I think we're going to have it. Um, and it wouldn't also. I think also what they're working on is a uh, for kids when they finally get this for uh, approved for for young kids to be able to to. Uh, uh, get inoculated, so to speak, or uh, as opposed to a vaccine, is a sugar pill like they had for polio when the polio uh, vaccine oh. came out. Yeah. yeah, I remember standing in line. Yeah. I remember standing in line as a youngster. Uh, they give a little, a little sugar pill in a white little cup, and you, you eat it, show it, and and uh, the actual polio vaccine. And yes, all, all sorts of things. It's wonderful to see. Really wonderful to see. How's, yeah, the, how's, how, how's the opposition to vaccines happening? How's that working over there? There's something I want to play here in a minute regarding that. But how, how's that how's that going uh, over there? The uh, with the vaccination? Yeah, yeah. Um, in what way, sweetheart? What, what what do you mean? In terms of, is there a lot of um, uh, protests? Is there a lot of uh, people being summoned? Oh, okay. Okay. Um, well, I think the numbers are slowly cre uh, creeping up, in all fairness, because I'm sure the, the last statistics that I read, uh, the percentage of our population that have had the COVID vaccination um, with the first dose was, I think, around 87%, and it's now up to 89.5%. Um, that's amazing. That, that is incredible. It is, and I think, you know, that's, that's showing that people are becoming more trusting to having the vaccination now when they're seeing people that have had the vaccination getting COVID and recovering from it very quickly. A friend of mine has recently uh, had, uh, uh, is going through COVID. He showed mm. a, um, his test on a photograph literally a few days ago, and I messaged him straight away. I said, oh, oh my God, you've got COVID. He's like, yeah, I said, I'm okay. I said, how do you feel? I know that sounds silly. He said, well, I just feel like I've got bad flu. But, um, mm. you know, I'm sleeping a lot, which is great, so I don't get a lot of sleep, bless him. And um, he's already starting to get his taste and smell back, which is incredible. So, you know, I think being vaccinated is, is 
certainly a way to go if, you, if you're going to get COVID you're, gonna, you're likely to recover from it much faster and yeah. uh, better yeah, that, that, that is a fact there are, there are a few breakthrough yeah. cases here and there there are of course um, yeah. and we see them but it's, it's uh, as we were saying uh, you know, last show I think it was at, uh, and many shows um, you know the birth control pill is not 100% effective either either are condoms and you know and nothing's 100% what's 100% effective I mean well yeah this is true yeah um, but yeah um, so there are going to be some breakthrough cases, but let's you know uh, let's use that as a segue to see what's going on in the TikTok neighborhood. What are people saying? And uh, let's take a listen. Um, it'd be interesting because it kind of relates to what we were just talking about here. Yeah. All right. So I just saw this story about Jeff and Amy Hager here, and it says they both tested positive for COVID on August 23rd, and they were both admitted to the hospital on August 28th. Jeffrey Hager ended up dying on September 10th and Amy Hager lost her battle with COVID one week later. And to make it even more tragic, Jeff and Amy had four children, ages 14, 13, seven, and six, which is a common story these days of both parents dying and leaving many children orphans from COVID. It reminded me of this story from August about Lydia and Lawrence Rodriguez. And in Lydia's case, her cousin Dottie Jones was a nurse who tried everything she could to get her to take the vaccine. She shared with Lydia how she had watched patient after patient be connected to a ventilator for weeks without much improvement. But Dottie said Lydia has never really believed in vaccines. She believed that she could handle everything on her own, that you didn't really need medicine. But when she was in the hospital out of options, the Galveston, Texas mother of four asked her family to make a promise. Please make sure my kids get vaccinated. But if you search through GoFundMe's more than 400,000 fundraisers for people with COVID, these two both died within a week of each other and left seven children. These two both died and leave a five-year-old. And this lady leaves behind five children. I just wonder how many more young parents need to see headlines like this before they get their vaccine for their kids' sake. Okay, so just to clarify, vaccinations are awful because you can't tell me what to do with my body. And the Texas abortion law, oh, came in just in time. Okay, and Joe Biden is not the president, but he's also, he's a terrible president who has dementia, doesn't make decisions, doesn't even know what he's doing, but also is manipulative, decided to play politics, and knows exactly what he's doing. Okay, and him mandating vaccinations or weekly COVID tests, tyranny. But Fox News mandating vaccinations or daily COVID tests, they're a private business. So if a private business chooses to require masks, (laughs) I will flip out. Okay, when will Trump be reinstated? August. Wait, what month is it? September. October. Look, it's complicated. We're adjusting with new information. It's okay if things change over time, like CDC guidelines. No. So to recap, we're out of line for pushing vaccinations because, look, all I can do is protect me, what's right for me and my body. It's not up to us to protect all lives. Right. And do black lives matter? Mm. All lives matter. Cool. That clears everything up. It's a beautiful day in this neighborhood. A beautiful day for a neighbor.
The argument for theism, that not only can we establish this prime mover's existence, but we can show by some form of induction that he intervenes in wars, that he answers prayers, that he cares who we sleep with and in what position, uh, that uh, what food we eat and on what days, is a ridiculous proposition. It's a claim to a truth that no primate can claim to make. Primates who claim to know it should be distrusted. Great damage has been done and continues to be done by such people and by, and by such ideas. You're better off thinking for yourself and taking all the risks and, I might add, all the pleasures that will come from that. The most overrated of the virtues is faith. The metaphysical claims of religion are untrue. Thank you.
Mm-hmm. I dread to think what it's done to them on a mental and emotional level, just incredible. Well, on a physical level as well. It was very draining and tiring for them, but um, wow. Sometimes you got to scratch your head and just wonder why sometimes. Maybe that's a question you should ask China. I've tried. Yeah, you yeah. know, it's, been, it's yeah. been a short time since you've asked China or anything, actually. I, do you know what I, I would like to ask China? Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm asking the wrong people. But um, mm-hmm. I actually think I'm asking the right people because my, my geography uh, with, like, the, the Chinese and the Japanese is, is not very good. But, you know, mm-hmm. um, uh, the uh, – I, I always have trouble pronouncing this name, and I'm sure many of our listeners have the same issue. You know the mobile phone company called Huawei or Huawei or something yes. like that? Yes. Like, how do you pronounce it, Andy? How do you Hawaii. pronounce it? Hawaii. I okay, pronounce so, Hawaii. Mm-hmm. Okay, fair enough. Me too. <laughs> well, um, <laughs> yeah, the, uh, the 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 Chinese technology executive was held in Canada on U.S. fraud charges, and um, was going to be freed as early as last Friday, I think it was. Um, and prosecutors said an extradition request against her would be dropped. Uh, so uh, she was detained in December of 2018 at the request of the U.S. And the two sides agreed to eventually drop all the charges against her. Um, it sparked an international row, uh, straining China's relations with the U.S. and Canada. And it's been uh, apparently a subject of intense negotiations between the U.S. and Chinese diplomats. And um, um, they said the U.S. alleged Miss Meng uh, misled the bank HSBC over the true nature of the Huawei's relationship with a company called Skycom, putting the bank at risk of violating U.S. sanctions against Iran. Um, and it said the Department of Justice said it had reached a deferred prosecution agreement and uh, they would hold off prosecuting her until December of 2022. Um, if she complied with conditions set by the court, uh, the case would eventually be dropped. And... Um, I'm trying to read a bit about it as I go along, because obviously not everybody wants to hear word for word how in-depth this goes, but I'm just kind of scanning over things here. Um, she served in the Chinese army for nine years until 1983, um, and is also a member of the Chinese Communist Party, and Huawei faced accusations about the Chinese authorities could use its equipment for espionage. I'll say that again, shall I? Espionage. <laughs> Espionage. Espionage. <laughs> I love mucking up my words. Seriously, I do. Honest. <laughs> um, and it's allegations that the company denies. So, you know, um, in 2019, the U.S. imposed sanctions on Huawei and placed it on an export blacklist, cutting it off from key technologies. The U.K., Sweden, Australia, and Japan have also banned Huawei, while other countries, including France and India, have adopted measures stopping short of an outright ban. A few days mm. after Ms. Meng was arrested, China detained two Canadian citizens, Michael Spavor and Michael Kovrig, on suspicion of spying. Critics have accused China of treating them as political bargaining chips held as part of what is known as hostage di- diplomacy. China denies mm. this. Mm. That's, that's, that's some interesting uh, corruption going mm. on there, then. Espionage and all that kind of thing. Ooh. I'm seeing James Bond in my head right now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, speaking of which, Amanda, there's a new, there's a, uh, something never dies or something. There's a new James Bond uh, film coming out, mm. a sequel. I forget yeah. what it's called, but I saw the commercials for it, the advertisements yesterday. It's a brand new James Bond film. It's going to be released very soon here. So cool. 
Yeah. Yes. A- a- AMC Theaters. Hey, speaking of AMC, AMC yeah. Stock, AMC Squeeze, we've been talking about that. As a matter of fact, we did a whole Friday show and not, didn't speak of it, which is fun, you know, once in a while to do that, I think. And, and uh, you yeah. know, to change things around here and change it up a little bit and because uh, everything's a surprise to uh, uh, us as much as it is to our listeners because we have no idea what we're going to talk about from one minute to the next. We really don't, folks. We're just kind of like a conversation, which we, again, welcome you to join. And you can. Mm-hmm. Just by dialing 515-605-9888. Just give us a call. Or you can also email the show if you'd like, Andy and Amanda Show at gmail.com. And please, again, do visit our website, yeah. com, and also check out Block Talk Radio. There's a bunch of great shows on Block Talk. And, of course, we're on Block Talk with 300-some-odd episodes. And uh, so blocktalkradio.com forward slash Andy and Amanda Show is another way to do it as well. So and we are a live radio show. Unlike a podcast, which I know that most of our audience hears this as a podcast, we are a live radio show. We are heard on iHeartRadio's uh, uh, podcast system, whatever that is. We are on iTunes and Google and Chrome and Alexa and, and, and Spotify and, and Pandora and, you know. But, yes, but, we uh, are. But we're actually uh, live. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You, but you can call in live, which is so you know you can't call a podcast, you know. But you can call our show. So absolutely, and check out the website as well, andyamandashow.com. dot com. Go yes. there, yes, and see all yes. our links and, and, and stuff, and you'll see yeah. a little bit about us. You'll see our faces, how good yes. we look, <laughs> 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 or not look. <laughs> you decide. <laughs> oh, bless them! But yeah, I love so, our listeners, Andy. Yeah, yeah, I know. We're a great group of people, great group of people, and they're kind of like a like-minded, uh, uh, you know, in terms of um, you know seeking seeking fun conversation and not taking ourselves too seriously and taking an inside look at the news and what's really going on and you know what's behind the headlines and kind of uh, dispelling these conspiracies and lies that are out there. And we've been spending a lot of time doing that on our show, doing the best we can. Not that you know we have all these. An amazing amount of listeners, but we're growing for sure in 22 countries. You know, it's kind of cool when you think about it that people, you know, we're, we're behind these microphones, 8,000 miles apart, and uh, at, at some point during the day or next couple of days, people are going to be hearing what we're saying now all over the world. It's kind of cool. Yeah, you know? Mm-hmm. I know. It actually trips me out sometimes, actually, because you know, uh, for anybody who's just recently joined our little family here on the Andy and Amanda show. Um, mm-hmm. Going back when um, I first was invited to, to speak to the wonderful Andy Kimball and Cornell Butler mm-hmm. on the radio, it was under a different name, and I was a guest. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I was right. so nervous. And uh, so, you know, back then it was just like, wow, this is crazy. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be a guest on the, on the radio show. And then it, it yeah. turned to this. So it, it's it's been a, a fantastic journey uh, to get to where we are now. And, um, really you know, yeah, I think a lot of our listeners try to call in and they're nervous about speaking to us, and they, they shouldn't be. Yeah. They shouldn't yeah. be, because we're, we're, yeah. we're good people, and, you know. And, and um, last week, I know we had some people, and you can do this if you'd like. We'd love for you to chime in and say hello, but we've had some people who call that uh, 515-605-9888 phone number to hear the show uh, sometimes more clearly than they can on their computers of the Internet. You call in and just listen to the show and just tell us when it's picked up and uh, and just say, hey, I'm just here to listen. Thanks, and we'll, we won't we won't uh, you know, put you on the show. You can just stand there and on hold and listen to the show live. So you're welcome to do that as well. But anyway, um, so we were talking about, uh, uh, you know, we haven't talked about uh, relationships and getting into relationships and, and um, um, uh, sexual encounters and dating uh, in, a long, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> in, in, a, in a long time. Uh, 
Now let's talk about something else. Anyway, uh, so. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh-uh. This is not Kleinenberg. No, it's not. Oh. It's not Kleinenberg. Oh. <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, I wanted to touch about, upon that a little bit because you're talking about. Uh, um, that on Friday a little bit. I think we're always, we're always said we we're going to talk about it. I forget. But anyway, um, uh, what I was wondering, well, the question is, what I want to put out there is, um, since COVID and since things have have opened up in terms of you being able to go into businesses wearing a mask, how has that affected the dating scene? And how That's has that affected? And how has that uh, affected? Uh, physical encounters, like, you know, you meet somebody, not that this, I'm encouraging this, or I've ever participated in this, but sometimes you meet somebody, and after a couple of dates, or sometimes the date, sometimes the, time, the night you meet, you end up having sex, and um, that, that makes, yes. that'd be a cool thought, that would be, be a cool thought, actually. <laughs> no, anyway, uh, so, 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 but I was wondering, um, how, how do you, you know, what, what effect has COVID had on that? And I'm going to tell you, obviously, when businesses are closed down and so forth, it's had a great effect. But I'm talking about since, since things have opened up, for the most part, um, where you can go into a business or a restaurant or a bar um, and with a mask. But then when you sit down, you can take your mask off. I don't get that. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah, I, I know. It's like everything moved to online, didn't it? Literally, everybody's life yeah. just shifted to being online. And I, I noticed that our internet speeds dropped a lot and the internet companies were saying, oh, we've had to reduce the speeds because the amount of people using the internet, you know, our, our servers will ever can't cope with the amount of traffic that we've got and the amount of people online at once. So they were giving us slower speeds. And you know what? i got to be honest. I haven't seen much improvement since we come out of lockdown either. And, mm. um, that, you know, anyway, that's a, another story. But, yeah, so everybody's kind of shifted to to being online and I know that online dating certainly became a huge deal for people because mm-hmm. they were feeling lonely, cut off from each other, they wanted some company, so they were going to all those like is it Tinder or Tender or I think it's Tinder, isn't it, or something like that. I don't know. Don't know about these dating sites. But um yeah, so many people were jumping on that and then it was all over YouTube like a fashion, all these YouTubers were um, doing videos on uh, Tinder and stuff like that, and it's like, oh, okay, okay, I see what's happening here. But I just imagine, yeah. yeah the, the end of lockdown was supposed to uh, like herald this explosion of pent-up desire and, you know, hmm. you know, a, a bonk busters of a summer, but from what I've heard, it's been much more complicated than that. You know, they, yeah. they said that when COVID happened, it was going to be like another bam, you know, a whole new wave of babies being born. And it never yeah. happened. It never happened. No. I, mean, I mean, babies are being born, yeah, but not this quick, big explosion from people, oh, everybody's inside, uh, you know, it's going to be more sex. But, uh, um, you know, uh, all the pent-up energy of lockdowns, um, you know, it, it's, uh, you'd think that would this would explode in one hell of a, you know, summer. But uh, the question yeah. is, you know, really, do you think it has has it panned out that way, um, or or has COVID done the opposite? Has COVID ruined our sex life? You know, uh, when you think about all the decades since, um, you know, gosh, even where you are, even where you are, because um, I think you know, I'm going back 
I forget, a long time ago, months ago, months ago, we talked about a, a UK survey um, that uh, yeah. entails sexual uh, – do you remember that show? I, 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 it's brief in my head. I don't remember what we – but I just remember yeah. a survey of sexual attitudes and lifestyles. Remember one of our relationship shows? I think we addressed it, and this probably goes back six months. I don't know. Um, yeah. Or more. I don't remember. But uh, um, but I remember we did that. We, we addressed that. Um, and we painted a, somewhat of a complicated picture of those <laughs> in, in cohabitating relationships at the time, where you know, se- you know, seventy some percent or ninety—I don't know. I don't remember. I don't want to speak off the top. I know it was seventy some percent saw a change in their sex life, uh, usually yeah. for the worse. For the worse. Um, and and yeah. we had—I think we even played. I think we made up a couple of spoofs and audio tapes, and like the one we opened the show with, and we uh, talking about people. Uh, <laughs> Um, you know, reporting sexual activity and those who uh, who did were in cohabitating relationships as opposed to those who were like I was just talking about like when you know what's the dating scene like how do you meet somebody how you know you know what the interesting thing is this is this is the interesting number that we should look at if COVID obviously put a dampener on people being able to go out and socialize and meet like where do you meet somebody well, I know we've talked about that on previous shows and when we did mm. relationship shows a while ago we talked about you know have you have you gone to a bar and met somebody I know you know modest shy me very 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 bad at that and the guy sits in the corner and watches it all and says how do they do that but anyway yeah. um, that hasn't <laughs> that hasn't that hasn't happened because nobody no. could go out so the question is are we going to start seeing a huge reduction in marriages and a reduction in in babies being born, as opposed to what they thought would be, well, we're going to start seeing all these babies because people are now in, in cohabitating relationships, so are going to have more sex, and you'll start seeing more kids pop out as a result of that. Mm. You know? Yeah. So the lockdown months, as uh, we played Dr. Ruth, <laughs> the, the <laughs> lockdown months were a catastrophe. <laughs> um, <laughs> they really were. Yeah. And she made us shake orgasm so often as well, didn't she? I mean... I was really surprised by that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, and I think the numbers will reflect that, uh, like one in thirty women and one in ten men had a new sexual partner. Right. Mm. Wow. Mhm. Okay. I'll take that statistic. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and I ain't one of them. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> good to know, Andy. Good to know. <laughs> so, you, so I, I wonder if COVID kills your uh, what do you call it? Your uh, uh, your your uh, what do you call that? I mean, your, you know what I mean? Your 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 your, your, your uh, sex drive, I guess. Is your, your 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 mojo? Your 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 whatever? You know your you know what I'm saying? Yeah, your sex drive. Hmm. Well. I would think anything's possible, right? I mean, there's a lot of things that, that I can kill your sex drive. Mm. An argument, one wrong word, you know, yeah. um, a certain look, a bad smell in the room. Then <laughs> 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 it goes on. But when it comes to COVID, yeah, I just imagine that, that, that yeah, that's yeah, a possibility. Yeah. Are we talking, though, like after having COVID, like a long-term effect, or are we yeah. just... yeah. Yeah, saying that was yeah. kind of like a damper. Well, well, even because because remember this, and this is this is you know most most of our listeners probably know this. This is for our listeners that don't or don't give it much thought. Most, in large majority, huge, significant majority of COVID cases do not wind up in in hospitalization and, and death. You know, the, there's 
I mean, but the amount of people who get sick from COVID is, is unreal. The, you know, we had those numbers. I don't want to bring them up right now, but they're, you know, millions of, you know, t- tremendous amount. And, mm. the, you know, what are we looking at? 650,000, 670,000 people who died just in the United States here from COVID. That's a huge number. But millions, right. millions, millions were infected, were affected by COVID, right? Yeah. So I think the percentage of hospitalizations or deaths is like 3% or something. But that's still, but we're talking about 3% of it of a huge number that then that three percent becomes huge, right? Obviously. Yeah. So so uh, given the so let's talk about the folks that get COVID who don't go to the hospital, they have a exaggerated case of the flu, sym- symptomatically that is. Um mm-hmm. what does that do to your sex life? You know, it does shake your body confidence, you know what I mean? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, it's a it's a valid idea. Um can't see why not. Um I try to tell all sorts of people. Let's just look at let, let me see if I can find those numbers here. <laughs> okay, here's numbers in the UK. This is where you are, man. I got I got numbers. Okay. I got numbers. Ooh. Bring it. Lucky lucky lady in the seventh to win. No. Um <laughs> the, <laughs> oh, I'll make a note of that. Um, One second. Hey, remember that. So forty eight percent put the lack of sex drive on on lockdown. Twenty nine percent said they drank more. Oh, and interacted more with nebulous feelings of pessimism and low self-esteem that come with too much time indoors. Wow, yes, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, here's an interesting, here's another one, here's another one, to, to, here we go. Jen, Jenny Kane, Kane, Jenny Kane, she's a sex mm-hmm. educator running an online orgasm workshop when the pandemic broke out. What? Right. Yeah. Uh-huh. Says feedback she was getting centered on low libido, lack of desire, and low self-esteem, which are uh, a vicious cycle. She also tailored mm-hmm. a course on body confidence and sexual self-care. Right. Mm-hmm. She further says that not everyone sank into despair about their bodies. Anna, 38, is frustrated by the fact that she's in decent shape, but there's no one to appreciate it. I'll save the honey. No, um, I wouldn't get. <laughs> I wouldn't get Andy's on the, the violent. Yes, yeah, so uh, yeah. Here, right, calm. But I, um, I want someone to bear witness to the fact that I'm reasonably attractive and look good naked. <laughs> Not, huh? oh, good for her. Good for her. Wow. I mean, yeah. I mean, the, the, if you think about it, you know, and I'm just sat here. It's gone over in my mind since you said that. The fact that we were so shut off from each other, we told we couldn't hug. Kiss mm-hmm. our relatives and friends. Yeah. So if you're you're in this little cocoon and you're feeling insecure, you let yourself slip, you start eating all the wrong things to, you know, make you feel better about the situation in the world, to make you feel better about the, the boredom that you're experiencing, being stuck indoors. And then you're, you're letting yourself slip. So then all the insecurities start creeping in, right? Like, oh, my goodness, I've put on a few pounds since I've been eating. Oh, my goodness. What's it going to be like getting back out there again? Um, I mm-hmm. forgot what it's like to socialize in the pub. What do I say to people when I see them again? I should imagine there's been so much of that going on. But yeah, that makes so much sense. Yeah. Even people uh... were saying that wearing masks was helping them to feel less insecure because it was covering part of their face. They didn't have to mm-hmm. shave. It was of men, obviously. They didn't have to mm-hmm. shave or, you know, and worry about that too much. And now they're saying, well, we're having to take the mask off. They're going to really see who I am. It's like, oh, I never really thought about that. People have been feeling secure behind the mask. You know? Yeah. You know something? You're right. What's that? Yeah. You're absolutely right about feeling secure. Yes, true. I think you're right. Yeah. I think you're right. But that's yeah. kind of interesting to see what has 
panned out um, as we have about a minute and a half left of this particular episode of the Andy Demandia Show. Um, but it's a kind of an interesting question to put out there uh, to evaluate. You know, your life, you're, if you're cohabitating with a significant other, um, it, what has your sex life been like during COVID? We'll talk about that more on Wednesday's show. And we'll continue the conversation here and talk about what is new in the world. And I just want to say real quick, because uh, uh, I mentioned it and we never said what it was, AM, AMC, remember I saw the AMC just for a minute? It's at the uh, last price was 39.77. And, you know, we talked about the many shows in the AMC stock squeeze. I'm going to get into that right now. We don't have time. But uh, we're looking to uh, for AMC to go ballistic when um, for because of a projected forthcoming squeeze and the lower it goes, the more I like it, even though I've invested it at a higher amount, but I want to keep going down so I can buy more stock, AMC. Anyway, keep your eyes on that stock, folks. And when it goes down, I can't tell you what to do. I'm not a financial advisor, but uh, take a good look at it and do your research. Anyway, um, yeah. so so we have a lot to talk about on Wednesday's show, which is going to be at 8 p.m. in the U.K. at 5 p.m. in the Eastern Daylight Time and noon here in – no, no. No, no, no. I got that wrong. 8 p.m. Yeah, 8 p.m. in the U.K. <laughs> Yeah. 3, 3 p.m. in Eastern Daylight Time and noon here in the Pacific Coast. So, folks, thanks for joining us. Been great talking. Been great uh, chatting with Amanda again. We love doing this. And, Amanda, why don't you wind us down, and we'll, uh, we'll see you Wednesday, Aww. folks. I love doing this, yep. too. Okay, so on behalf of my wonderful co-host, Andy Kimball in California, Hollywood, and myself, Amanda Love, here in the U.K., Thank you so much for joining us for Monday's show. Monday is always a struggle for a lot of people, and uh, I think we yeah, do a pretty too. good job of not, not... Well, I can say, I think we do a pretty good job of not struggling with the show so much. <laughs> Even though we're feeling it on the inside, it's like, ah, yeah. I can do this. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, thanks for joining us. Yeah, thank you for joining us, my darlings. We appreciate your love and support and listening to us. And join us Wednesday. Like Andy said, it's going to be a great show. It's going to be a great week. So, um, you know, have a good one. Um, We'll see you on Wednesday. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye.